It's your girl, Marisa, and you are listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. absolutely love doing volunteer service. I've met the most amazing people and some extraordinary kids as well. The cool thing that kids will always ask for when I am volunteering is books. If we have books available for them to take home because their passion and love for reading. There's an amazing author out there by the name of Trevor Romaine who has such cool books for kids that are fun and awesome with simple stories that kids can relate to and parents as well. The Trevor Romaine Company has a diverse collection of social and emotional learning resources to help children and their families become healthier, happier, and more confident. All heard that, listeners. If you go on trevorromaine.com today, you get an exclusive 15% off your complete order by using the code HEARDTHAT, H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T-1-5, at trevorromaine.com. Trevor Romaine, no E at the end of Romaine. Dot com today. What's up, Heard That Nation listening in the United States and around the world? You are listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. If you are watching right now on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, invite your friends over to check out all the previous episodes, especially this one with an amazing guest that I have on today. She is pretty much changed the life of every household item that I can ever think of, especially candles. She dropped on entire knowledge on one of her IG lives on candles. Uh, this amazing product, which we're gonna talk about her line by Arzo. We will talk about that um, in the podcast today. She is a social media influencer. She is a fashion goddess in my eyes because wherever she wears, she does not miss. Um, <laughs> definitely, you're gonna wanna connect with her and follow her on Instagram. And her, check out her product at buyarzo.com. The one and only, the lovely, the talented, amazing comedian, CEO of self-care, Arzo Anwar. Welcome to the podcast, my dear. Thank you, Marissa. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, it's true. I, I mean, <laughs> I every single live that you've done and those that follow you on Instagram know that you are a hundred percent into self-care and you promote it very well. And you do that through your products, which we will talk about momentarily, but we all have been through the craziest, almost two years ever, uh, in 2020. And I know that you've had, you know, busy uh, life, you know, you do fashion, you're a fashion influencer, those that follow you on your Instagram. And I want to ask you, how was your 2020 like when everybody basically was just put on timeout? <laughs> yeah, I was put on timeout too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all were put on timeout. Um, it was very, very interestingly um, challenging because it was very uncertain, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We all were very uh, segregated and isolated and nobody knew what was going on, right? I mean, I guess yeah. this is supposed to go till 2023 at this point from mm -hmm. reading the PC website, right? Mm -hmm. um, but it was challenging just because I'm a business owner, right? So I've been doing fashion since I was 15 years old. I've had a business here in New York City since I was 27. 
And, you know, fashion is a very uh, challenging business in and of itself. Um, and so many things have changed it within the last five to 10 years from fast fashion to social media and the way that things are, are kind of received by uh, people that are purchasing it, right? So right. already fashion was feeling little uh, a crumble in many different ways. I mean, from like the recession back in 2012 and 2008 to it just changing. I was also in kind of a place of uncertainty even before Corona hit, you know, I, I was like, what am I going to do next? Like, mm -hmm. what's going to be like the next thing? So as much as it was challenging, it actually gave me the opportunity to pursue a hobby of mine. Right. right. Something that I was doing on the side just for myself, which was making these products and mm -hmm. apothecary for myself mm -hmm. um, and for friends or whatever. So it gave me the time to sit my butt down and, um, because I don't know how to do that, I just started making products and started thinking, let me create a collection out of this, right? And I mm -hmm. think if 2020 never happened, I probably wouldn't have had the opportunity to pivot. So I'm very grateful for it, actually, after mm -hmm. all the challenges. I just always think, and I, I'm a big believer of something that happens in your life, you, there's always a lesson in that. And I think that 2020, for many of us, there was opportunities, there was lessons learned, there was, okay, we had to sit down, we have to pause, we have to reflect, you know, sit in the stillness and get a sense of clarity of, okay, what is my next move? What am I supposed to do? What, you know, what now? You know, once we go through the phases of anger that we can't travel and upset that all of our plans got canceled and, okay, while I'm sitting here in this house, pretty much bored, what can I do? You know, and I'm a big believer in vision boards and writing down visions and doing that sort of thing. So with you and your, and your products and your fashions, who are, who are your inspirations that got you interested in, you know, having your business, like you said, at 15 and then starting this wonderful, amazing brand by Arzo? So fashion, my inspiration was watching um, the Style Network on CNN. That was always my inspiration. It was, you know, watching the supermodels of the 90s walk down the runways with these beautiful clothes. I guess my initial inspiration is my mom mm -hmm. and kind of my culture. We're very, uh, we like to adorn ourselves. We're very feminine, um, you know, dressing up and going out and uh, going to parties and showing up as your best self is a part of the culture, right? Mm -hmm. So that was always just kind of a part of me. And then uh, fashion, I was always just very interested in. Like I, I loved watching the supermodels walk down the runways, but I loved the clothes more than the supermodels, right? Mm -hmm. And I always wanted to move to New York. So like even in my, my yearbook, my senior yearbook quote was I'm standing on top of the, uh, on top of the world because I have style, right? So it was something that I wanted to do since I was nine. I told my parents mm -hmm. I'm moving to New York. When, I'm not, when I was nine years old. It was two things I wanted to do. I wanted to either be a fashion designer or I wanted to become a teacher. Those are the two, you know, as a kid, you're like, what do I, I want can to see do? you doing both. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I feel like it could, you know, now that I'm getting older, I feel like it, it, it's, I've grown into that. Mm -hmm. I've grown into what, whether it's the mentorship or being someone of influence that, you know, can be, um, Set, in a, set a good example or, you know, like even my, the girls that I worked with in my showroom that have all worked for me in the 15 years that I had my fashion showroom business, mm -hmm. um, they all, you know, really look up to me and they feel that I really was um, in a really great influence in their lives. You know, they're always like, yeah, we went to Arzo boot camp, you know, and <laughs> we know how to handle certain things because of you. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, there's a couple of girls, there's one girl that's a music artist now. She's actually, um, signed to murder Inc. She's just had a song with Ja Rule and she was my intern at 16 years old, you know? Wow. So I, I guess wanting to do that and then being a boss and having my own company, I was able to be a teacher too, in some ways. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so fashion was my thing and I started working retail. I started moving into management, buying, and then while I was going to college in California. Um, and then just uh, after two years, I saved up money and was like, I'm moving to New York and I'm going to finish college there. Mm -hmm. And nobody thought I'd make it. And I, you know, in some ways, when I first got here too, I hated it. 
first six months I hated New York. I'm like, what's the charm of this place? This place stinks, you know? Right. But after the six months, it was like, yeah, this is where I'm supposed to be. So I feel like I've manifested this since I was a kid. I think that's so... I think that's amazing that you took a bet on yourself, that you took a chance on yourself and you spoke that to in, exist, in existence at a young age of what you're going to do. And that's exactly uh, what I do too. You know, you just speak your vision and say that even though people look at you crazy and go, okay, that, that's cute. You're nine. You're going to move to New York. Okay. But you know what? You are an example of someone that is living out what you already put into the universe. You already said that you were going to do something like that. So uh, if people are watching on YouTube right now, they're saying, where have I seen her face before? She looks familiar. It's because she was on a show called Blood, Sweat, and Heels. And I got to give you a compliment, Arzo. I just can't believe how long ago that show was because you haven't aged at all, which I really? think- Really? Oh um, my God. <laughs> you have not. You have not. I, like I mean, do you get better as I age though? I feel like I even looked older back then, like in my thirties than I do now in my forties. So thank you. That means a lot. I know the show was seven years ago. It was on Bravo TV. We were basically the opposite of the housewives. We were the business owners, right? Mm -hmm. That were small or dating or whatever. Um, and it was a docu-series as they call it, reality show, right? Mm -hmm. um, that, that really... I think had such an awesome like uh, format to it and hopefully they'll they'll kind of spin it back around because I feel like women need you know not everyone has that housewife life right I mean yeah. not everyone has a husband that's taking care of them that they don't do anything and they're always arguing like some of us are actually really putting in blood sweat and tears into our lives right mm -hmm. trying to make it and I don't know. Life has changed. Not everyone's getting married in their twenties these days. Right. Right. Exactly. And it, I mean, it's changed a lot from the standard of, okay, I go through childhood and then my teen years and then possibly go to college and then fall in love and get married and have a family. It's shifted so much throughout because of the opportunities of to start your own business or, you know, be part of corporate America or, you know, just the, the beautiful thing that people got to realize too, is that every single person is creative. It's what you're going to do with your creativity and how you're going to, you know, manifest it and make it happen. Uh, and with you, this amazing, amazing venture that you are on um, with by Arzo. I absolutely love this product. Uh, please tell everyone how you started in the first place with by Arzo, because um, by the end of this program, people are going to want to follow with you, follow you on. Instagram, they're going to connect with you on your products. Uh, because I just think for the first time in a long time, um, this is a product that gets the person that gets the consumer, especially your bombs, which we will dive into in a moment of why I'm obsessed. Shout out to Kathy for gifting me this. Um, but how did by Arzo get started? Um, it got started obviously during quarantine. That was my pivot to brand, um, a hobby of mine, but I started it because I'm obsessed with self-care, obviously, and mm -hmm. scents. I've been such a scent girl. I mean, I guess that's my culture too. We love perfumes and scents and smelling good. So I was I was tired of spending like $500 on perfumes and mm -hmm. spending $200 on a candle and, you know, just kind of... Um, exerting myself in being a consumer in some ways. Right. So I was like, mm -hmm. and because I come from a business background that I thought, you know, I can do it myself. So of course, yeah. university of YouTube, I taught myself how to make candles. I, you know, I work in an industry where I can resource a lot of things. So I found a great company in the middle East that, you know, makes oils and with a lot of trials and tribulations, I just started doing it at home so I could save money on on candles and also to make my own perfume scents into candles, which you can't find out there, right? Yeah. So taking like the high-end perfumes of Tom Ford, Le Labo, uh, Killian, and being able to take the perfumes and turn them into candles. And mm -hmm. I, I don't know, I messed up a lot. I think the first batch of candles I made, you couldn't even smell, right? Mm -hmm. But I have a best friend of mine, I call him my gay husband. He was like, keep going, Arzo, keep going. So 
maybe about a year or two before quarantine, I was just doing this on the side at home for myself. And the Christmas before quarantine, my best friend I've known since second grade is a pharmaceutical sales rep. And mm-hmm. we were just on the phone and I was telling her, I was like, yeah, girl, I'm making these candles. Or she goes, I want to try them. I love candles. You know, she owns homes and she's always, um, you know, uh, staging her homes while she, she like buys homes and sells them. So she's staging her homes with things. She's like, send them to me. I want to use them for my picture. So I send them. She goes, I love this. And I literally had numbers one, two, and three made at that time. And mm-hmm. her favorite was number three. Mm-hmm. So long story short, during the holidays, she goes, I want to gift all of my doctors that I work with these candles. And she did. And this mm-hmm. was, I, quarantine happened March. This was in December. And everybody loved it. It was like 50 candles she ordered from me. And I was like, oh, wow. I should keep making sense, right? Yeah. So quarantine happened. I just started making sense. And of course, the way we met was through Club Quarantine, right? So mm-hmm. Club Quarantine was the music in the background while I was in my kitchen. Because I'm a busy body. I always like something to do. And having mm-hmm. my own business, there's so much to do all the time that when I got stuck in my house, I wasn't leaving the house, going into a showroom, going into an office. I was just stuck here. So I had to create work for myself here. Right, right. right. And also a way to make money. Um, mm-hmm. fashion, my fashion business, I did wholesale. So it's, and you know, PR and marketing and all of that. And it's all based on the stores. It's all based on the, the world being open, right? Mm-hmm. So brick and mortar was closed. My stores aren't taking in merchandise. Those commissions aren't coming in. How am I going to pay my bills? Right. Right. I mean, yeah, we all have like a little bit of a nest egg, but that goes quick sometimes too. And nobody wants to dip into that, you know? So I was, I was making these sense and I just started thinking like, let me start branding it. Cause I feel one of my biggest specialties is branding. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm a brand builder. I've done that with designers that were in my showroom. Um, I did it with the brand that I had two business partners with like a fashion brand mm-hmm. um, back in like 2009. So um, making this apothecary, you know, starting out with the oils, turning them into candles. That was the two things I had was oils and candles. Um, and when I got to number eight, we were like in the middle of quarantine. So it was like, yes, number eight, right. I got (laughs) up to like number eight and the the concept of it being um, mixed in with numerology. I actually just started numbering them in terms of sense at first. Right. So I was like, let me just put number one on this. This was my first scent. I made the second one, but I also am um, a very, very kind of mystical moon and stars kind of person. I've been very, um, I've been in wonder of like astrology and numerology, like my whole life. And mm-hmm. I've read all the books. I am very, very um, into it. Right. So then I was like, wait a second, let me start blending the sense and creating like a life path, like a power number set, a set of sense and mixing numerology back with the sense and making the stuff with intention. And that's really what, made it all vibe and and come out was making the making the product with intention and every time you burned it there was like a magical energy that came out of it right you know anybody that and I and I was it and for me I was like oh my god my friends are just being nice but they Mm -hmm. weren't they were actually really liking the product and so the support is there like the when I First, I mean, I can, like you said, we all uh, connected on a uh, club quarantine. Shout out to uh, DJ D Nice uh, for bringing all of us together during a very difficult time through the, you know, the power of music. And you know, jumping on your IG for the first time before I ordered my first candle again, number eight, all day, every day. Uh, <laughs> uh, it it is amazing that with your products are so it's not just the candles not just the balms the sprays and so forth which you know you are so good at uh not only putting out this product but you're good at explaining that candles aren't just candles and i didn't know that because i had you i had talked to you on your live and i thought that you know oh candles are good they smell up the house and everything else i did not know that there is toxicity or toxic scents that come out of a candle because I said to you, and I, I think that you were the only one that I talked to, and I said that um, the f- candles that I formerly had versus the candles that I owned that from your from you, um, 
I used to have headaches and, you know, just, I couldn't understand. I'm like, oh my gosh, it smells like peach vanilla in here. Why in the world do I have this headache? You know, and then I would have to, you know, uh, diffuse the candle. And then I ordered one of yours, had it here. And not only does the scent last throughout after you burn it for several hours, but it's clean. Yeah. There's no soot. Like you burn it next to a wall. You won't have that black stuff, you know, yeah. and there's different ways of making candles. You can make it with coconut wax. You can make it with paraffin. Ours are all natural. They're hundred percent soy. Mm -hmm. um, and the oils that I use, they're not chemical based oils either. So the oils that I use 95% of 98% of them can also be used on the body. Mm -hmm. So not only can you make candles out of them, you can also use them on the body. So you can make soaps out of them. You can make oils out of them, lotions, mm -hmm. which not a lot of can candle manufacturers, you can't do that. You can only make a candle. Right. Um, and that's kind of why I did the tagline is producing light as you burn, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you look back in history and from the beginning of time, everyone burns something. Mm -hmm. You burn something to pull the bad energy out. You burn something to create a vibe in you. You burn something for light, right? So mm -hmm. producing light as you burn was, was what made me want to keep going with the brand, right? So when mm -hmm. I started mixing the numerology with it, like it was all every day was a new thing. Every day I'd come up with something new with the music being the background in my, of my life, right? Mm -hmm. And still kind of you know, I was by myself. I have two dogs. I'm not married. I don't have any children. Right. My boyfriend lives in LA. He was with me or my boyfriend at the time, um, uh, live, uh, was with me for maybe the first six weeks. And then I was by myself the rest of quarantine. He had to go back to LA. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, it was a very interesting time. I felt very lonely, but I also felt like I wasn't lonely mm -hmm. because I was so busy doing something and I felt like that was keeping me occupied. And then the music was also like, you know, keeping me going. I've known Derek for a very long time for like 20 years here in New York. So it just took me back to my party days. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I was working and creating something at the same time. And I feel like music also um, helps with creativity because I feel creativity is the circle of life. You know, if you don't find your creative juices inside of you, I feel like it, there's, there's something that you're missing as a human, you know, life is all about creating, no matter what you're creating, whether you're cooking, you're baking, you're making something, um, you're coming up with a concept, you know, you're, you're creating a better system for yourself, organization, Right. Creating can be anything. It's not just about drawing and like making stuff like right. you create new systems as to the way that you live your life. Right. Mm -hmm. You create new habits. That's creating as well, too. Right. 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 So I feel I feel that I've always been a creative like when I was a kid. You know, I feel like that's changed, too, with the kids these days. Like we had to find things for ourselves. To exactly. Do. Yes. All the and time. Like I'm still the same person I was. I've of course evolved. I'm older. I'm experienced. But that little girl that used to sit in her room and take the mannequin heads and brush them and do braids and have a little sewing machine and try to make like bags out of my old denim jeans, right? That little girl came out in me when I was by myself. Because I feel like when you're a kid, you're kind of by yourself too, creating, right? And figuring yeah. out stuff. So yeah. I don't know. I had to hone into that little girl and bring her out, but then use my expertise in my business to brand it. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone can create something, but I guess the advantage I had was my business background, right? Mm -hmm. Being able to brand something and to make it... Um, be sensible and understanding to the consumer where they're like, oh, wow, you know, like if you could see my product hanging in like a Neiman Marcus, you can see right. it in a department store. It's not that I'm just selling mm -hmm. products, right? Just to make mm -hmm. money. I actually have an, an actual brand. And my, my inspiration, I guess, was a company like Le Labo, because when you go into their stores, they have that old school apothecary feel um, and they're expensive as hell, right? But everything's natural and they blend everything in there. So their oils, when you're buying their perfume, they blend it in there. And oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. They go, when you go in and you create a scent or you want a scent, they blend it for you before they, they, they package it for you. And they print things right out. They label it for you in front yeah. of you. 
And yeah. I love that. You know, I love that whole like old school apothecary where you can go in and, and they can, I don't know, crush up some herbs for you and put it all together. That, that kind of stuff is very cool for me. Mm -hmm. um, and I've always been interested in like, even when I went to Peru, I was always interested in the alchemist, right? So yeah. I guess this is my journey into becoming that. And I have such mm -hmm. a keen sense of smell. I mean, with this nose or whatever. So mm -hmm. it's always just been something that comes kind of second nature to me and I was able to take it and turn it into a business. I think what's so beautiful of your gift of smell is that you've not only, you know, evolved it into just candles, but you expanded it into, you know, sprays and this beloved balm. I messaged Arzo uh, <laughs> the other night and again, shout out to Kathy because uh, when I meet her, Hopefully on one of these CQ lives, uh, CQ is going on the road at three different uh, cities. Uh, so hopefully I can meet as many uh, amazing people as I can that I met through Club Quarantine. Um, Arzo had sent me sunny eucalyptus peppermint. And I said to her the other night, because I really, really, really hate uh, putting on smelly medicines, uh, everything, because I'm always on my feet. I work in a restaurant and then, uh, you know, working at a theater and then also doing uh service through a food pantry. And so I'm in a warehouse type setting and going into a restaurant and then going into a kitchen. I'm on my feet. I try to wear comfortable shoes. Um, you know, I go to chiropractic care and everything else. And sometimes they're just sore, especially the back of my calves. And I, she, she had gifted me this. And first of all, shout out to your packaging, by the way, I opened it up and I'm like, okay, she got rose petals in here. She got this smell good candle in here. I'm about to set this all up and everything else. You know, the husband's like, what did you get? I'm like, I got a candle. And then 20 minutes later, it starts to smell. And then the husband walks in the room. Okay. And then, <laughs> and then, but this bomb right here, I, I tried it recently for the first time. And Arzo, I got to tell you, it, it is, it is spot on alleviating any kind of soreness and pain. I don't know how in the world you had, you know, just worked it. It doesn't have a medicine-y smell. No, so and that's what I was going to say, too. Yes. It's it does like a multitasking healing balm, right? Yes. And again, you guys know I make everything by hand, right? So this was like, I went to my, I traveled after a really long time, right? Quarantine, after quarantine, um, where the world had kind of opened up a little bit. And I went to LA and I went to my friend's birthday and I wore heels for the first time after like 13 months or something. And those that are not watching, yes, I am putting it on right now while she's talking about it. <laughs> uh, it feels so good. I keep yes. it on my nightstand, but I went to LA. I'm at my friend's party. I was in heels, you know, extensive designer heel, heels for about 10 to 12 hours. Mm -hmm. My feet were throbbing and barking. Like they had a heartbeat. You know, when your feet hurt and they have a heartbeat? Yes. I was like, oh my God. So I'm sitting there and you know, this is me because I'm a creative. Everything inspires me that happens to me. So if something happens, I'm like, God, my feet hurt. I'm like, I need to come up with something that actually like helps foot pain because you know, I, I come from a generation where like the Asper cream and stuff, your parents yep. made you put Tiger Balm and Asper cream on them, but then mm -hmm. you smelled like it all day long and yes. you smelled like medicine. Mm -hmm. Now, if I'm home by myself, I'll put that on my feet and put some socks on and go to bed, right? Right, right. But <laughs> when you're traveling and you're in a hotel and you're with people, that, that smell stays on you. And I was like, I need to make like a good smelling cream that you could use for pain relief, just mm -hmm. like even just to put on to go to bed with. So that's what inspired me. I came back, I did my little research on how bombs and solves are made and, you know, mm -hmm. and, and what works and what doesn't work. And this ended up being a multitasking kind of bomb, not even just for pain relief. You can use it for flyaways. You can use it on your eyebrows. You can use it as lip gloss. It's totally safe, right? Mm -hmm. You can use it as moisturizing because you see that it's a little oily when you put it on, but it dries up and like- Very much so. Quickly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I use it to for my hands. I use it on my feet. Um, you can use it on uh, mosquito bites, right? Like bug mm -hmm. repellent or whatever. Um, and it smells amazing. It does. There's no stickiness afterwards. 
where you put on some of the balms and you're just like, okay. And then you got to go and dry your hands. This does not. Uh, once you put it on, ball. yes. And it, it, the, the scent is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. It's not overpowering. Because um, it's got the peppermint in there, but then yeah. it's also got the sunny, like, which is the lemon noir, which is like a lemon sugar to kind of balance it out a little bit. Because mm -hmm. I'm all about combos of, of and blends of. Uh, number seven. I have that one too. That is in my kitchen, like Sunny Noir. Seven. Yeah, yes. so it's got that seven scent in there a little yeah. bit, but with a little bit of the number six mm -hmm. um, and a little bit of something else in there and then the healing properties, but it's everything that is natural. There's nothing that's chemical in there. Mm -hmm. There's no medicine in it. It's everything you can actually find in your pantry that's all kind of blended together, but it works for all of these different things. And it's so amazing. Love it. It's so amazing how... Like I said, and that's why I said you get it because of the fact that who wants to go around and smell like aspirin cream all day? Who wants yeah. to go and smell like, you know, some of these things that are supposed to, you know, heal, tighten muscles and, you know, your soreness of your feet and everything else, but you don't want to smell like, you know, you worked like two hours out of the gym and, you know, you got all this, you know, aspirin cream and everything else on and not knocking on aspirin cream, but you know, it's just like, okay, I want to smell good when I go out. After I shower, some of that stuff still lingers, even if you put it on. And so with this right here, sinking, it just, I don't, I, I, I think that I uh, thought of too, like it, it, it softens the skin. Yeah. For it being uh, yeah, it's moisturizing. Yes, very it's much got so. Like a lot of, it's got almond oil, coconut oil, apricot kernel oil. Like it's got all of the things mm -hmm. that actually work really well with your skin too and rejuvenate your skin too. Okay. I got to ask you because, like I said, you're a dog on ageless and you take care of yourself. And like I said, self-care. So what is an Arzo self-care day like? Like what is your routine, you know, your skincare routine, uh, your beauty regimens that you do during the day and then at nighttime? I'm taking notes, by the way, because I mean, it, you know, like notes. I said, I'm simple. Yes. I'm simple. I found what's worked for me, right? Which yeah. is really cleaning your face. You remember we did a segment on my by Arzo page where I had, um, this woman that I bought product from facial stuff from that taught mm -hmm. me how to clean my face. So mm -hmm. I don't use water. I actually use my cellar, my cellular water. I don't know how to even my, yeah, cellular, my cellular water. Yeah. Cellular water. Um, I use that. I sometimes maybe might use a toner, but I use that. So I use like a cream cleanser mm -hmm. and then I wipe it off with like an actual pad. So okay. I don't use water because water has a lot of crap in it. It's dirty. Mm -hmm. Well, tap mm -hmm. water isn't clean. I mean, yeah, they say, oh, yay, New York tap water has all this fluoride. It's great for your teeth. I still don't believe it, right? right. I think you should always use, if you are going to use water, try to use purified water. But I think there's toxins in the water because even water is not good for your hair either, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like that has really made a difference. And I guess I learned it maybe about four or five years ago, maybe even like six years ago. I think I met her while I was on the Bravo show and she taught me how to clean my face and I clean my face every morning and every night and I moisturize and I put my, you know, little eye cream on because, you know, now that I'm getting older, we get little crow's feet and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and I do gua sha. I do oh. this thing with a gua sha stone and it is basically you know, a lot of people, uh, there's different gua sha. So there's the jade roller that you see people yes, do. Yes, yeah. There's also an actual stone um, that's kind of carved into a, a specific way. And you basically tighten your face by uh, kind of just massaging your face with the stone. Okay. And there's a particular way that you do it. And I have to tell you that it really softens up any kind of fine lines on your face. So I wow, do that at okay. nighttime. I might do it in the daytime sometimes too, because what it does is it builds collagen as you're like moving your face, right? Because mm. a lot of people didn't realize that your face has to be kind of massaged. Like right. back in the 80s and 90s, this is a whole new thing. Like now they have these places, these facial places called face gym. Mm -hmm. You go and get like an aggressive gua sha done, but that's how you keep your face. It's an old, ancient Japanese, Chinese secret, right? To gua sha mm -hmm. your face. But I've seen a huge difference, like especially these little laugh lines and stuff. Like when you gua sha, it actually like builds collagen and you wake up with a little bit more of a fresher face. 
it Gosh, helps. Okay. Nicely. I know we haven't done it on the by Arzo page. We haven't spoken about, um, or the by Arzo uh, live. We haven't spoken about Gua Sha, mm -hmm. but that's one of my little secrets is Gua Sha. I use Gua Sha. Now you have great skin too. You have amazing skin. Like your skin is, is beautiful and ageless. Like you have like 25 year old skin, you know, I Thank think my girl. skin's <laughs> even worse than yours, but I also go, I like the sun a little bit. So I go mm -hmm. on the sun, you know, I don't try to do too much of it, but I need that little bit of sun and I know it's not good, but I've gotten into the habit of using, um, uh, what's it called? Um, sun, uh, sun, sunscreen. Like okay. Yeah. Right. Sunscreen, I think is important in the daytime, but don't use it at night. Mm -hmm. Some people might have like a moisturizer that has sunscreen in it, but don't mm -hmm. use it at night. That's one thing that they do tell you. Right. Um, retinol, anything that has a little retinol in it. Mm -hmm. But I used to spend a shitload of money on all these expensive, um, you know, products that came out like your Lancome would come out with like a $200 moisturizer, but right. all those chemicals, yeah. they really do have chemicals. I love La Mer and I love La Prairie, right? Mm -hmm. Those are the two high end facial. I, I don't have La Mer money like that. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I do, but I don't want to spend it like that. Right. right. Like I'm not spending $500 on a jar of cream, but there are alternatives. Like mm -hmm. there is a brand called the ordinary that I found. Yes. The ordinary. Yes. That you is like my ordinary? serum. Yes, I do. They're made in Paris. Mm -hmm. Their serum that they have, they have one serum. That's like the La Mer serum. And yes, it, it is. Like $80. Yep. It costs eighteen dollars, and, and that's it. That's been working very well for me. Mm -hmm. I used, I, I got an eye cream from them. I got like a retinol serum from them. Um, hy hyaluronic acid is very important for us. Very much so. I so use that I as use well. A lot of serums. I don't use a lot of creams anymore. I'm kind of white with it, but the Gua Sha Stone, mm -hmm. I feel, has really helped with fine lines because I smile a lot. Right? I smile. Yeah. I frown. I'm very like expressive. Um, that's definitely helped. So any, anybody that wants a little bit more like life in their skin, mm -hmm. Gua Sha Stone. I recommend a Gua Sha Stone. Gua Sha Stone and shout out to The Ordinary because yes, my niece got me hooked on that. Yes, it has, it's an amazing line. It's an amazing line. My niece got me hooked on that because she's an MUA. Shout out to my niece, Kira. Oh, okay. And uh, she had recommended that to me that I could use one during the day and then the one with zinc at night. Yeah. Um, and I tell you what, just a world of difference because I didn't realize I don't like serums. What are that? I like wash my face and then, um, you know, put the moisturizer on and go on with my day. And I didn't realize through over through time as your skin ages, some of the beauty regimens that I did, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I don't have teenage skin anymore. I'm almost 50. I need to switch up my moisturizer. Wow, and your skin is beautiful <laughs> for 50. Thank you. And you've never Thank had you. Botox or anything like no. that, right? No. Yeah, nope. Your neck is beautiful. That's, you know, because that's that's what, what it's all about. It's kind of like, you know, when they tell you to dry brush, to move, like mm -hmm. circulate, you know, your lymph, lymph nodes. It's basically circulating lymph nodes in your face. Yeah. So it helps with sinuses. I, I really think that it... You know, you, you got to kind of uh, work out your face a little bit. Mm -hmm. And the ordinary, you can get four or five products for less than a hundred dollars. Yes, and they're and they're good, and they're absolutely good. They're not fancy packaging. They're just you know no, black clean. and white box, and it's clean products. Yeah. Yes, and that's yeah. what I, I I like clean products. And I think through your IG lives, you really emphasize that with your your items your your balms your candles your you know your sprays and everything else so with the exciting news that you have with one of the cq lives you are going to do a pop-up shop uh, i think you had talked a little bit about it on uh your last ig live for those that are going to new york for uh, cq live arzo will be there doing a pop-up so go out there and support your girl so uh, why a pop-up? What, what's what's going to be involved? When can they go see you? Where's it going to be? So we were thinking of doing something in person for everyone to meet. I mean, I'm an e-commerce business, right? So mm -hmm. people that have ordered stuff for me do it off of descriptions online. There's nowhere that they can come and smell everything, right? And because the CQ thing was going on, 
Um, the world is open right now, right? Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. the summertime. Um, a lot of people were going to be in, in town. It's also a week before fashion week because fashion week is happening again this year, which yep. didn't happen. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's people kind of around. I just thought that we should do an event. So it's really kind of a mingle. It's like a mingler, right? Like it's, mm -hmm. it, it's a, it's kind of a speakeasy that I'm doing it at. So it's a bar with past hors d'oeuvres and drinks and, you know, photo booth and fun stuff, but we're going to have a pop-up shop. So, you know, the, the ladies that are my customers that are in town um, and, you know, we'll have editors from magazines there. It was just a way for me to be able to get um, more brand recognition and also have like a little meetup for all of us as well. I, I love it. And I, I'm hoping still somehow that I can get out there, if not for CQ Live, to definitely support you because you your brand. In New York? No, I'm going to the LA one okay. so far. Okay. Yeah, the LA one is what I'm going to so far. Uh, I'm so happy for uh, uh, D-Nice, Derek, and for everybody involved that all three of his shows so far are sold out. That's absolutely amazing. And uh, those that are going, you know, everybody, please stay safe, mask up, you know, social distancing. We're not out of the woods here yet uh, as far as this. But I just love the connections that have been made on your page through Club Quarantine. Uh, just, just so many people that has shown you love for what your product is. I mean, you're funny as heck. You have made me laugh so many times during CQ. I'm like, is this girl a comedian? And this is before I even knew that you did all of this. I'm like, okay, is this girl a comedian? I'm going to have to like scope her page out because she is absolutely hilarious. Um, but I just, just learned so much from you when it comes to self-care and everything. And before- And I do it no fuss. I do want to put that in there. It's a very no fuss kind of self-care because I yes. feel sometimes people are always putting so much emphasis on, and also with the numerology too, it's a very kind of simple, no fuss way of understanding it, mm -hmm. right? Like there's messages and numbers. You don't have to make it complicated. Mm -hmm. You have to kind of just tell people to be aware. Yeah. There's messages thrown at us all the time, right? And mm -hmm. then also with self-care, we have to take care of ourselves. We, we have, have to, to thank you. Have to preserve you. yourself, but you just do a little a day. Mm -hmm. you, know, I, you know, I always talk about, um, you know, I like to work out, right? I don't make it into this huge chore. I just do it every day. Mm -hmm. It's just a part of brushing my teeth, having my coffee, to sweat, to get my heart rate up. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it doesn't become this huge chore, but you also see the results because these fast diets, like I know some people are doing the CQ live and you see people posting and they're all on these like crazy diets, trying to get their, their bodies together right. within a month or two. It has to be a lifestyle, especially at mm -hmm. our age. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I, I mean, it's, um, that's the self-care that I talk about is doing little bits a day and creating yeah. a habit for yourself. It's not the self-care where you got to be bougie. I mean, we say we are bougie and all of that because we like nice things, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it's not this like materialistic, over the top, you know, uh, you got to be, um, he had a, a schedule, he had a ritual every day and I watched them, you know, and mm -hmm. it's not like he was a muscular like man or whatever, but he was healthy inside and mm -hmm. he felt good. And it's a way to clear your head. So my self-care, my bouginess, my way of like mixing astrology with, with, with things that are made with intention, with the luxury sense, it's very no fuss, yeah. very no fuss. And everyone can do it. I want it to be like, um, relatable mm -hmm. for all audiences. I don't want it to be this whole thing where it's like not reachable, you know? Mm -hmm. And it is so important. And I, I like that you make it a simple thing. There isn't no quick five steps into, you know, dropping these pounds or, you know, a quick 20 steps on to, you know, clearing your mind. It is a simple thing, you know, do something that you love, take a walk around the block, uh, go and, um, you know, I know a couple of uh, CQ family members that uh, are into one of them. I said, she, I think she's into kickboxing and everything else because that's what she always wanted to do, fall in love with it and everything else. You have to do something that you love that's going to, you know, make you happy on the inside that's not forced, that's not, 
you know, because you need to, you know, lose whatever pounds you have to in a quick amount of time, but do something that is going to, you know, make your endorphins happy, make your heart happy, make your mental happy. In, in, and helping people learn where to start because yeah. I, think, I think this is called home training, right? So yes. a lot of self-care is home training. Yes. It's what your mom taught you. I mean, you know, there's a whole thing in on the internet right now talking about how people shower, how these celebrities shower, right? Have you been hearing that? Why like, is that a whole conversation? About I'm just like, uh, uh, okay, I understand TMI, but this is TMI extreme. I really don't need to hear about if you bathe or not. I just... It was a conversation that Ashton Kutchner and his wife, his wife yeah, Mila Kunis, talking, yeah. yeah, Mila, right? So they were talking about their kids, and then they went into talking about how they don't bathe their kids every day, right? Mm -hmm. And then they started talking about how they don't really use soap every day. They just put the water over them. And then it turned into all these other celebrities. And I feel like it's a cultural thing, too. Certain cultures... Yeah have different ways of bathing, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're scrubbed down to our skin yep. being led in my culture, right? Yep. If you take multiple showers a day, if you're sweating and you're hot, you know, yep. like, especially in the summertime, I, you know, I'm, I'm such a, I don't know. I'm such a kind of person, obviously with everything I do. I take a shower before I go to the gym and after I go to the gym, because, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, I want to be clean there. And then yeah. you want to, you know, come out of it. So I think some people just don't know like where to start and the home training has a lot to do with it. So if you haven't had the home training, you know, I always say like little things, drink more water. If mm -hmm. that's one thing that you can do today, if there's one extra thing you can do, that's not an extra chore, just drink a little bit more water. Yeah, I agree. If you're not feeling good. Just go for a little walk because once you go for that little walk, you might want to speed up the walk. Mm -hmm. Then you might want to jog a little bit, right? Because mm -hmm. it feels good. And don't consider it a chore. Think of it as something you need to do for yourself, like brushing your teeth, like eating, you know, like all of those things. And also yeah. discipline. I, I, this discipline never hurts. You got anything. to. You got to. You, you got to. Yeah, that, oh my gosh, Arzo, that's such a big gem right there. Because people have to realize that, that, you are the only you you got. <laughs> yeah. Because what you said when we first started this conversation about like manifesting and speaking it, right? Mm -hmm. When you speak it, you have to convince yourself first, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you're speaking stuff into existence and manifesting, you have to convince yourself first. Agreed, and then yes. you have to match it with the energy of the universe and for it to make like that explosion for it to happen. It's the same thing with, convincing yourself like this isn't a chore this is more like my routine of the day and discipline mm -hmm. like I mean everybody needs a routine in order to be successful if mm -hmm. you don't have a routine in your life daily you're usually not a successful person exactly you don't get up and do like I'm a creature of habit you know I, I kind of say too I'm like oh I'm really easy to figure out I'm a cheap ass date right? Mm -hmm. Because I'm, I don't need a lot of stuff. <laughs> like I like certain particular things, but I don't need all that stuff. Cause I've lived, mm -hmm. I, I can do it for myself. Right. Mm -hmm. For me, it's more the connection, the energy, the spirit, yes. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe some good food. I am a foodie and stuff, but mm -hmm. it, it's about, you know, having that structure in your life. If you don't have structure in your life, you don't do some of the similar things every single day and have that discipline to do it you're not going to be successful, but those disciplinary things are self-care. Right. They're the things you have to do for yourself in order to have the world accept you, mm -hmm. right? Take you in because mm -hmm. you love yourself. So then the world's like, Ooh, we love you too. Yeah. It's very noticeable when somebody doesn't care for themselves mm -hmm. and it may, it's kind of a turnoff, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're like, huh, well, if you don't care about yourself, why am I caring about you? You're right. It starts within. Mm -hmm. So just, I, I, I think just like having, even with dogs, in order to have a healthy dog, they need a routine. They need consistency. Yeah. But all mammals do. Mm -hmm. We need the same things every day. And to hone in some of those really, really good habits. Yes. And you can be a successful person. That is so true. And it doesn't, and here's the thing too, that people need to realize it's not the, uh, the outside conditions either. It could be somebody that's dressed up in a three-piece suit that don't, that don't take care of themselves. 
You know what I mean? I mean, it could be their, their mental, they don't take care of their, their heart, their, their physical uh, body it's meaning, not you the know. adornments that make you successful. Yes. It's the, the stuff within. In here, because yes. Because what it does is it helps you glow and put out a light, right? Mm -hmm. You're mm -hmm. able to smile quicker. You're able to get up and move quicker, right? Like my biggest exactly. thing is stay, you know, stay prepared so you don't have to get prepared, right? Like mm -hmm. I always make sure that I'm prepared, whether it's like, you know, my physical, whether it's my mental, whether it's somebody just showing up at my house and my house is clean, right? Like my mm -hmm. friends are always like, your house is so clean. Like you can't even tell I make candles in here, right? But right. that's my own little OCD or whatever. But you want to make sure that you're, you're always planned out a little bit. But mm -hmm. in order to do that, you just got to do the same things every single day and have good habits. Yes. Everything else takes off from there. And those things are free to do. Those exactly. Are free because you're doing them for yourself, right? And if you have a family, you're trying to attract the right mate. Let's say you have a family. You have to give the best of yourself to them, right? Like mm -hmm. yourself, you're married, you have children, right? But if you're trying to attract a partner, you're not going to attract the right partner if you don't take care of yourself. The law of and attraction. I'm not talking about, oh, being pretty or a bad bitch or anything. I'm just talking about like, you know, it's kind of like going into a car dealership. The first mm -hmm. thing that attracts you to a car is it's physical, right? Right. But the thing that makes you want to buy it is sitting in it and seeing the engine and how it rides. And that, I feel like that's how it is with relationships too, right? Mm -hmm. or, or attracting the right things into your life. It might be, you should look good on the outside, but that's not what's going to keep it. It's what comes from the inside and how you feel about yourself. I'm not saying I feel great about myself all the time. I'm right. very hard on myself, mm -hmm. but I know if I keep consistent, I do my routines every single day, I feel accomplished that day. And that makes me feel good about me. That's so good. Ooh, Arzo, you done dropped a whole bunch of gems up in there. And I hope that everybody just caught that because that is on the 100% uh, fact. Last question. The money in your bank account. Success is happiness. Yeah. Yes. Last question before I, I get you out of here. Where do you see uh, by Arzo going within the next two years? I feel like growing tremendously as soon as this world can kind of let up on us a little bit. But in the meantime, in between time, I, I'm a direct to consumer brand right now. I do sell um, three spas that I do wholesale with. So I definitely want to, uh, you know, grow my wholesale business. I do mm -hmm. see myself doing pop-up shops throughout the country. Like mm -hmm. I feel that I wanted to do something in LA since that was the first CQ event and everyone was going to be there. And a lot mm -hmm. of my customers are there, but I needed to do it in my hometown, right? Like where right. I live first. So I did New York. I want to see how that goes. Um, I see uh, by Arzo as, you know, the sought after go-to self-care product. I see us being in the best stores um, and I see it growing into more, more products, like mm -hmm. more products that can help people like that bomb. It helps people so much. Like what, how you feel about it is how everyone feels about it. Yes. And I feel that, you know, of course, since I'm a, I'm a self-care kind of product, you know, the holidays are going to be big. So I'm hoping the next four months are, you know, um, going to be as big as the last year that I've, that I've had. So can we add to your resume author? Because I, I feel, and this is just me speaking, and I'm sure once everybody listens or watches this or both, that they will concur. You have a world of knowledge that people need to hear, not just from a business point of view, but also for, from a personal point of view that they can relate to because of what you do on your IG Live is you not only talk about your products and you give the history of it, which be, which the teacher part of you does come in. If you realize that you are a teacher uh, because you do the work, you do the research on, on everything that you talk about and then going in and introducing your products and the whys and how you came to uh, the sense that you create. And my experience. Like, yes, the experience. A lot of it is what I have faced, yes. you know, so it's real. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's the part that I always want to throw out is the realness and 
the author thing, everyone's told me that. I mean, uh, I well, you need to get you need to get some kind of going on, sister, because we're going to expect an Arzo Anwar book, a, a table read, something because it needs to happen. Uh, I would definitely buy it. I will ask you to autograph it. We're speaking it into existence right now on this show. So. <laughs> I like that. I like Where, that. I have a lot. Of, I have a lot of history. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm not even from this country, you know. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of first generation story, and you know, like I was talking to my talent manager the other day. Yeah. Um, and you know, I said there's the fight in me, right? Mm -hmm. I'm first generation, so I think the thing that leads me into the situations I get into, or takes me out of things and helps me pivot, is my fight in me. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and it could go, the fight is, is like this rush that comes in me, but then it can also be like a fight, like an anger fight too. Right. It's finding the balance between it. Right. And yeah. growing because the, the anger thing could be when you're younger, but when you mature, you use that fight to just keep punching down like your goals. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's a lot there. There really is. It's so <laughs> I good. My older brother all the time because I feel like he has. He's a great person to write, but people have always told me to to write a book or something. So well, you got definitely a lot of people that are out there waiting for that to happen and for your product to grow. And uh, I'm excited for where it's going to go and what you're doing with it. And you're having a lot of these teachable moments on your self care lives. So I want people to connect with you. So how can they follow you? Where are you at on um, social media? All my social media handles are Arzo Anwar, my first and last name. So IG, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm pretty easy to find. <laughs> Nobody really has the name Arzo. There's just a couple <laughs> of people out there with that name. So <laughs> And she has some amazing product that everybody needs to check out at buyarzo.com, B-Y-A-R-Z-O.com. Z is in zebra, not C, y'all. Z is in zebra. Make sure you spell her name right. <laughs> uh arzo's product is absolutely amazing like i said it is she is a person that has experienced so much and you learn a lot from her and i have learned a lot from you and it was such an honor and a privilege and a pleasure to have you on this podcast today thank you so much for having me you're so sweet thank so you sweet. And i hope your platform grows too because you're, 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 you're someone that needs to get noticed. Definitely. You're the way you speak, you know, there's so many different layers in you as well. And you have a lot to share with the world too. So I guess that's why we vibe, right? Yes, we do. I, I receive yeah. that. I'm taking it. I receive it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm receiving the author thing that in my manifestation book as well. Yes. Get, get the writing girlfriend. Thank, thank you, you so much, you. Arzo. And thank you thank for everybody you. tuning in. As I always, always end the show, take care, stay safe. We out of here. Produce light as you burn. <laughs> Bye, Marissa. Yeah. TikTok, I'm just rolling on the block. Risa took me, heard that. Pocket show about to start. Heard that. You should know if entertainment is your goal. You're talking sports and travel, yo. Everything she says is truth. If you don't know, now you know. All you ever gotta say is, Heard that, heard that, heard that, heard that, heard that. Look, all you ever gotta say is, Heard that, heard that. Be in the know of new episodes that are coming up on the podcast at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I'm also available on Instagram at Marisa Tigney Podcast, on Twitter at Lovely Marisa T, as well as Facebook on a social media page, Heard That With Marisa Tigney. I appreciate your continued support. Yeah, TikTok, I'm just rolling on the block. Marisa Tigney heard that podcast show about
shoes, everything she says is truth. If you don't know, now you know all you ever gotta say is hurt that, hurt that, hurt that, hurt that, hurt that. Look, all you ever gotta say is hurt that, hurt that.